Welcome back to Real Estate Unfiltered. This is episode two. This is a podcast that's strictly for real estate investors, realtors, loan officers, and people who are looking to get into real estate, first-time home buyers, or even veterans. This is a podcast that's going to be uncut, unfiltered. These are real people, real situations, and our job is just to be behind the scenes, the truth that happens in real estate. Not everything is pretty, and it gets hard, but the thing that I want you to remember, it's all about the journey. It's not about the end goal of just getting the house or getting those new investment properties. It's learning the correct steps to get there and enjoying the process. All too often, we look at the finish line and we forget that it's a transition and there's steps along the way that's going to make it better. So today I have one of my, actually it's one of my new clients. Her name is Fanny. I just, I wanted someone new, someone who I haven't closed with because I want you guys to hear someone who's still going through the process of buying a house to hear what she has to say, what she's going through, her issues and her concerns. So, Fanny, this is unscripted, correct? I didn't tell you anything to say. Not at all. <laughs> this is 100% real. We're, relive, we're recording live. She's at her house. So if you hear people scream and stuff like that, it's a real interview. This is how it happens. So, number one, what motivates you, motivated you to pursue the idea of getting a home and home ownership at this point in your life? generational wealth. I have two sons and I can't imagine not being able to leave them something behind. Um, I feel like my generation was brought up with, uh, um, you know, you want to give your kids more than what you had. Right. And, um, I think that, uh, I think I've managed to do that emotionally and protectively, but I have not yet done the financial piece. So that is my motivator right now. I, I, I am hell bent on making sure that my boys don't have to get it out the mud. I love that. And I feel like way too often, um, that's what happens. We don't pass down real estate and it causes, that's one of the biggest gaps in wealth is because we don't have that knowledge to get the right real estate or to get it early enough. So I'm glad you're taking that steps. Fanny is already pre-approved. She got pre-approved and um, she's actually looking. She's connected with a realtor. She's looking at a house or a condo. I'm like really proud of you, Fanny, because even during the obstacles that came up of the income issue, the credit issue, she was willing to keep going and not stopping at that issue. Sometimes we get roadblocks in our lives and we stop there instead of going around the roadblocks or going through it. Absolutely. How are you deciding, because you're still looking, how are you deciding what location to get or where you want to buy? What what are the factors for you? Realistically, because New York City has become just unbelievably expensive. I mean, being a New Yorker all my life, I have never seen strawberries for $8 a pack. <laughs> so... Because my roots are in New York, I have a 15-year career. My husband also is a business owner. We really want to remain planted in New York City, and we've come to uh, understand that it may not be Brooklyn forever. We may have to look outside of Brooklyn, and so we're just at this point opening up our perimeters to ensure that the goal is still met and that we still also can meet kind of like our personal goals because 
for he and her him and I, our careers are something that really makes up such a big part of who we are. And even in just, you know, it, it affects everything that we do, our home, our, our child raising. So we want to be able to hold on to our careers. So we're open to any and anywhere within the five boroughs. See, I like that. Uh, I feel like sometimes people get too, they get too stuck in a mindset that I have to stay in this borough. Like I have to be here. I have to be there. Sometimes financially it's just way too expensive. Yes. It doesn't even make sense when you can still move out a little further and get something that you like, that's affordable and that you can keep going. Then the idea is like what you said, the end goal is to pass to create generational wealth. So I'm going to buy something so I can pass it down. And then you have two sons. So after we get this one, we'll be working on the next. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, what are some questions that you still have about the mortgage process? Um, questions about the mortgage process. I guess, I guess, oh, definitely. Um, I guess like what the sending offers looks like and like what are the sellers looking for? What makes you, what is going to make me stand out? from all the other people who are looking to buy in, you know, a house. <laughs> okay, that's a really good question. So the things that stand out is when they send an offer, it's usually an email or it could be a written offer and then they fax it over, email it over, but it just says your name, your information, the mortgage, what your what the term is. So the terms of your pre-approval, whatever, they usually attach to pre-approval. But things that make you stand out is something that we can do, honestly. It's called pre under getting you pre-underwritten, which is pretty much I take the file that I have and I send it to underwriting. And even though we don't have a property, it's going to say TBT, so to be determined. And the underwriting is going to scrub the file to make sure everything looks good, the income, the, the money in the bank, everything looks good. And then on the top of the pre-approval, instead of just saying pre-approval, say pre-underwritten. So now it shows the seller that, hey, she took it a step further and already sent the file to underwriting. So the only thing we're missing is just the property address and whatever documents about the property, the taxes and stuff like that. Then you look like, wow, she's even stronger now because most files are lost during underwriting, especially if the, the loan officer didn't do the due diligence, didn't get updated pay stubs, didn't get updated documents, the file gets lost in underwriting. So this just helps you stand out. Also, another thing that I like telling my clients sometimes is it's all relationships. So make a good relationship with the realtor that you're working with. I already referred you to somebody and mm -hmm. he might know people who are looking to sell and he could say, hey, I have a client already who fits that criteria. Let's see how that goes. And it doesn't hurt being personable. Like when you go to see the open house, you might see the seller and be like, hey, how you doing? You know, because absolutely. They might have a relationship. Like, I really like that lady. You know what? I want her to buy my house. No, we're going to take her offer. I want her. That's what helps. Let them know about your kids. Let them know why you're doing it. And we're all human. So that emotional connection is what I think um, drives it a little bit better. That makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, with your current financial situation and the things that you're going through, right? How do you see yourself changing when you're now paying for a mortgage? Like, what are you planning on cutting? Are you going to get more income? Like, what are you going to do? So we're definitely working on more income. That's uh, a given. Um, 
But as far as all of that other preparation, I have been preparing myself to buy this home since COVID. Like it was like right when when COVID hit, I had already my mindset had already shifted and then COVID hit. So I just I'm prepared and I already did an entire lifestyle change. I have already that like that part of it, like I'm ready to be home on the weekends, but in my house, I'm ready to barbecue. I'm ready to do it all at home. I kind of understand that meme that I've read a couple of times about people say, why would I want to be outside when I, <laughs> I pay for everything here? I'm ready for that. I feel like I've enjoyed my life. I am 41. My kids are teenagers. I'm 41. I have a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old. And I feel like at this part of their developmental stage, they need me even more. So all of the going out and all of that stuff, I'm so fine with. I've been I've been let it go. So I've been, my mindset has been prepared for the past three years. So I'm ready. You're ready for the next step. Ready, ready, ready. You're going to, you're, you're fine with giving up, going out, eating out and staying home and creating, saving that money to put it towards fixing your house up or. Exactly. We already spoke about it, how you already have plans of fixing up the bathroom. Like Fanny is already yes. planning what she's going to be doing. And I think that's another part of like buying houses. I'm all about energies and stuff like that. And one of the is affirmation, positive affirmations and seeing what you want. So already envisioning you owning the house, envisioning how you're doing the bathroom. I really feel like that's a strong part of creating the lifestyle that you want. So have you started? I agree. I agree. Definitely. Manifestation. I mean, I've only been able to get, I mean, I'm only in the position to be able to dare to bring out and say, Hey, I'm ready to buy a house because of that manifestation that I did. Because three years ago I said, Okay, I'm a great mom. My my kids feel so safe with me. We have a have a great husband. I have a good relationship, but I don't have anything to leave these kids if I die tomorrow. So this is the next step of my journey, and I'm committed and I'm manifesting. It's happening. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, have you considered the additional course that comes with home ownership, such as property tax, insurance, maintenance? Absolutely. I'm aware that all of that stuff comes into play. Definitely. That's good. Cause a lot of people come here and they're like, wait, I have to pay for taxes. I have to pay for something like that. Like, yeah. Owning a yes. Home, the good thing is when you get a mortgage, especially when you escrow it, taxes are included in your payment already. You know that when you get the pre-approval, we yes. the maintenance, if you do a condo, that's also included. Like we put money aside for that. So these are things that your loan officer should be going through with you when you're buying a house. Um, now, what concerns do you have with buying a house or the process? Concerns? Um, definitely, you know, it would be ideal to stay close to where, you know, everything is already, you know, our jobs, my children's school, but, you know, like, so definitely the whole relocation process, you know, going into a space that we're not familiar with. But, um, you know, like my husband keeps reminding me, he says, as long as we're together, we're going to be fine. And that's, it's absolutely true. It doesn't matter because 
it's mama bear and papa bear with the little bears. And at the end of the day, we, we wake up in the same house and we go to sleep in the same house, just us four. So wherever we go, as long as that is there, we're going to be fine. Yes, family is where the heart is, not where you are. Exactly. Okay, so have you talked about your goals to buying a house with anyone else other than your partner? Did you speak to your friends, any family members? Um, my boys, yeah, my boys are very aware of the process that we're in the middle of. Um, and I have my, my mom, who I'm very, very close with. My mom and my three siblings. So they are my youngest two, my two, I have three younger siblings, uh, two brothers and a sister. And that's pretty much it. You know, it's it's just us. And how are they? Are they supportive? Are they encouraging you? They're very supportive. They're very, very um, happy that we're, you know, making this step. And um, we're actually, my younger brothers, well, my, they're all younger. <laughs> my brother, one of my brothers, he works for sanitation. And um, so he's also, you know, I'm kind of like prepping. I've been talking to him like, you know, you really need to start preparing yourself. Had I been prepared, I had I. I mean, I'm 41. I, I wish I would have prepared myself when I was your age. He's 10 years younger than me, and you know, it would have been easier. You know, you got to think about the fact that your your job is here in New York. There's no other New York State sanitation, so you need to start getting prepared to buy a home here because this is where you live and this is where you work. So he's actually preparing himself so that when I'm done with my process a little later on, he and I can then buy a multifamily house and rent it out and he can live in one apartment. So, you know, we're, we're really trying to break the cycle of, you know, getting it out the mud. We're going to do this. This is a family effort and we're not going to get lost in the sauce. I love it. Uh, question is this the first will you be the first person in your family like your immediate family to buy a house absolutely yes that's amazing you're really the one so you're the you're the one going through it you're like showing everyone it's possible i can do it i did it so it'll yes. be easier for everyone else that comes after you yes that is so proud. i can't wait for us to um do like an opening uh what's that when they have the your, your grand opening to your house? The whole a housewarming party, party. yes. Yeah, yes, you have to be there. <laughs> I'll be there crying too. I'm <laughs> so you had one piece of advice that you could offer the younger you or someone else who's watching this who's like on the fence of going forward or calling me. Like, what would you say about doing this? Do it because education is key. I had been educating myself, like I told you, I've been preparing myself since 2023. I've taken every free homeowners uh, uh, seminar that you can think of, everything. And there was a lot of things that I knew. And to be honest with you, that so I, I used those things that I was educated on to prepare myself. But if I would have reached out sooner, I would have probably been ready sooner because only going through the process is that I've been realizing all the other things that I could have done in the past three years. And I'm not living in regret, but yeah, I, the honest truth is that if you're, if this is something that you are thinking to do eventually, 
start now so that eventually doesn't come 10, 15 years later. And in New York City, it's probably going to be impossible (laughs) the way that things are going. So, you know, I say do it and do it now and, and listen, educate yourself as much as you possibly can and reach out to somebody who can guide you. Thank you for sharing it. This is episode two. We appreciate you.